This is Darren Hunter here and welcome to the BDM Coach podcast show where BDM Coach experts Michael Sands and Dennis Yusuf show you how you can become effective BDMs. Now also for 40 ways to grow your rent roll, we've put together a free book, The PM Lead Secrets. All you've got to do is pay for shipping. Go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's pmleadsecrets.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step really, go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi everyone, Dennis Yusuf here with Darren Hunter and we're from Inspired Growth Training. Darren, we are take two, part two, I should say, of five ways to beat the cheaper agent, right? Yeah. Like this was meant to be one part, but again... Dennis, I think when you and and I get together, because the last two episodes, uh, last three episodes I've been involved, and you and I know, I think when we get our brains together, there's a lot that can be said, and it's good. We're turning a good quality topic of five ways to beat cheaper agents into a value-packed, expertise-filled podcast that people can really feed off. Because I think, Dennis, if you look at IGT and who our brand is, you and I know when we hit that stage, when we teach, there's only one thing that comes out of our mouth that's quality, meaty content. And that is our, that's what we do every time. If it's not quality and if it's not in-depth and it's not comprehensive, we just won't do it. Well, it's interesting because we keep telling everyone, don't book your flight on the last day. Make sure it's a late night flight or the next day yeah. because the, the content is always there and we always are pushing the limit for going on the time. Uh, I remember, Darren, you know, we had you opening the boot camp and, you know, Michael and I, you know, we set you up on the stage, you went on and we ducked off to grab a coffee because, you know, you know what I'm like. And we come back and we're ready to, to jump on stage and you're only halfway through your session. <laughs> like, I'm like... I know, you get very pushy with the time. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to get on and, and do what you're doing. I want to share and, you know, but, but that's the thing. It, it, it's, this was only meant to be one. It's now um, part two. But it, it gives uh, us an outlet because hmm. obviously we're not traveling as much anymore, but it gives us our outlet to do our training. That's why we want to do podcasts. That's why Dennis, we shifted away from doing articles because it allows people to experience us, connect with us, relate to us, hear us. Um, and it's a great way to get to know who we are in our brand. So that's why we love doing podcasts. So let's move on. So in the last session of five ways to beat cheaper agents, we talked about very solidly points of difference. Yep. We talked about using scripts. So go back and listen to that podcast. There's so much meat in it. Um, and please, yeah, just 
pause this one, go back and do the other one, then come back to this one because it really is in two parts. But today, Dennis, let's talk about number three, the third way, the next cab off the rank, and that's you need to know your rivals, Dennis. Now, this was the point that you wanted to do, so tell us more. Well, you you really do know to know you really do need to know what your rivals are offering. You know, uh, we we covered it um, in the last session. You know, um, in a roundabout way, but you know, this time now we're going to be focusing on it because you, you can't be reactive. You can't have an owner say to you, "But the other agent offered this," or "This is what the other agent's fees are," or "This was the special that they offered," or you know, because you're being really reactive. How do you know what your points of differences are without knowing what they're doing? You don't have a point of difference if you think you're doing the same thing. You know, I, I remember actually uh, attending a training once and um, this was before I was a, a real estate trainer. I was um, attending a, an LPMA event and I remember Greg Watson was um, on stage and he was sharing. And Greg was actually having uh, he was sharing a journey when he was actually at a property and he was sitting down with the client and he was talking with them and he was just finishing his presentation and, and someone knocked at the door and the owner called them in and and it was another real estate agent and, and Greg was a little bit startled and, and Greg had just finished talking about their points of differences you know and I, um and the other agent said, oh, oh, you've got Greg here. Oh, it's great. You know, you know, we all do the same thing. They said they opened with, we all do the same thing. And I remember Greg was saying it put the biggest smile on his face that that's what he had said, the other agent that came in, after Greg had just spoken about the key points of differences. Greg won that listing. But that emphasised, you know, for me, and I was already doing points of differences. Mind you, one of the, the points of differences as an agency, Darren, was we offered professional photography and our rivals didn't do it. Okay, it's showing my age. <laughs> now it's you have a virtual tour, whereas your competitors are still using boring photos. Yeah, but we, again, which is what we spoke about earlier, it's knowing what your rivals are doing. If they're not offering virtual tours and you are, if they're not offering video and you are, it's you need to know what they're doing so that you can emphasise your points of differences. I mean, we covered points of differences in the first part, meaning your proof statements. Your proof statements should be backing up your points of differences. Yeah. You know, it's easy. Anyone can say, you know, um, we have a zero tolerance of rentaries, but, you know, show me the evidence. Give me the proof statement. Give me a real points of difference. Your points of difference should be what your arrears is. And don't just say, you know, 2%. Say 98% of our tenants are paying their rent on time. Mm. Now, you know, Dennis, you said about points difference, but also we've got to know their fees as well, right? Oh, totally. It's really important to know their fees and understand why that you're, you're charging the fees that you charge. You know, and, and again, it's emphasising to the owners, it's about the money that you're saving them for using you versus what you're charging them. Um, uh, you know, and it, it, it all bleeds back into your scripts and dialogues and points of differences. All of these five points that we're going to cover, and there's a couple more to cover after this, is um, having them all entwined together. Yeah. Um, as, as an example, a point of difference that I used to use, everyone used to have a flyer 
okay, a brochure about tax depreciation that went in, but nobody understood it. Nobody knew what it meant. You know, I used to use that as a point of difference for me. And I would say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I understand that you're asking us for a discount, which is equivalent to a cup of coffee, um, you know, for your biggest asset, but have you considered having a tax depreciation schedule? You know, you know, we're an agency that emphasizes these are things that you should put in place and do because they can save you on average X amount of dollars. So you're showing the client how much money you're saving them. Yeah, I think that's good. If you can you can clearly outline in, in the stack of savings in dollar-wise what you're actually saving them. They can yep. tangibly experience that and see that. Mm-hmm. Then it's not about is it your fee? It's about what you're charging. It's about what you're saving. It is, and and they may say, but I can get that with the other agent. But Mr. and Mrs. Smith, did they actually sit down and explain it with you and show you these are things that we can do? And that's the difference between our agency. We are the ones that will contact you and let you know of the the new things that can be put in place to protect you as an agency, such as go and get a tax depreciation schedule. We can arrange this on your behalf. That's us being proactive, not um, being an agency that just throws flyers at you or, you know, we have articles on it. And and knowing, you know, as an example, Inspect Real Estate, when it was new, I saw the light and I was, oh, my goodness, we need to put this in place. You know, again, I attended a company. Uh, we went to a, a training. You know, it was down in Melbourne and I, I learned about Inspect Real Estate. We were one of the top 10 companies. I think we were the sixth or seventh agency to put it in place in Australia, you know. And I use that as a point of difference. Or while all the other agencies didn't want to put it in place, I used it as a point of difference. And that was knowing what my rivals weren't doing. Mm. Another point of difference, Darren, is um, that I use, and it's important to know what your rivals are doing, is actually knowing what your arrears are. You know, this, this, again, it's, uh, it's really important because I got caught out, and I know I've shared this many a time because it burnt me. And excuse me, there's an FYI for our American listeners, uh, rental arrears over there, you call them rental delinquencies or just call it late rent. Yeah, yeah, that's right, the late renters. I remember I used to rattle on and and say that, you know, we have a zero times of of late rent payments, etc. And the owner actually said, what is it? What is your late rent? And I didn't know. So how dare I talk about it when I didn't know what it was? And I didn't know what my rivals were either. So, you know, I went back to the office, cutting a long story short, worked out what it was, found out, rang the owner and said, look, I apologise. It's actually not that good and I shouldn't be talking about it. I ended up getting the management and the owner said the reason why they gave us the management is because you could tell that the other companies didn't know either, but they just said, oh, we don't have any or, you know, I can count it off the back of my hand. Whereas you were a company that, that identified an issue, put something in place and fixed it. That's who I want to manage a property. So I went, okay, my rivals are scared. They're hiding behind the arrears. So I then used that as my point of difference. And that was me knowing what my rivals were doing, but they weren't doing it. So again, I reversed it. And then I'd point out, and that's when I started um, talking about 97.8% of our tenants are paying their rent on time. Mm. If And some of them are on a rent payment, um, some of them, you know, you can't accommodate for um, circumstantial changes, death, divorce, loss of job. And that's why we recommend landlord's insurance, you know. So it's having those, your, your listing kit and ammunition ready, which is all your scripts and dialogues, points of differences, knowing what your rivals are doing as well. 
they segue together really well. So I just like to add for everyone also the um, about secret shopping your competitors on their fees. We've actually got a podcast series called The Secret Shopper Files. Um, that's where we've gone and our secret shoppers called up 10 agencies in a marketplace. And we've just gone and shared the good, the bad, the ugly, the ones that did it right, the ones that did it wrong. What did they, did they do wrong? What did they do right? And uh, all the crazy stuff that goes on, the people that don't answer the phones, the people that never return your calls. And so you can see how not to take that phone inquiry if anything, you're going to get out of it. Now we've got the secret shopper files we did in Hawaii. We did Phoenix. We did Vegas. We did Melbourne. We did Adelaide. And there's a number of them there. So go and check out the secret shopper files. Um, and you'll get that on Spotify, on uh, uh, Podbean, on iTunes podcast. Or just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com and just go to the podcast there and you'll find it. Now, moving on. Understanding, uh, knowing your rivals when it comes to fees is really important too because they have priced themselves cheap for a reason. And I really want you to listen carefully now and take to heart what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is going to liberate you and give you so much more confidence that you wished all your rivals were cheaper than you with what I'm about to explain to you and empower you with. So mm. understand is that you've priced yourself accordingly to where you think you fit in the market. Your competitors have done the same. So think about it. A new agency comes into the market and they think, okay, what are we going to charge? And they start doing secret chopper. They start looking around and go, well, that agency down the road is actually better than us. They've been around 20 years. People love them. Amazing brand. Their property management's really solid. They've got property managers that have been there forever. We Subconsciously, they might think, well, we're not as good as them therefore we're going to be pricing ourselves a little bit cheaper but the other agent down the road they're really bad they've got such a bad reputation they're known as a rogue agent can't keep their staff do a really bad job so we can confidently charge more than them so the a the the, the competitors, your rivals, including yourself, have positioned yourself in the market according to what you believe your services are worth compared with your rivals. So when you come across cheaper agents, what have they done? They've likely called you at some stage. They know your fees, but despite knowing that, they've still priced themselves cheaper um, because they don't believe they're as good as you. And that's what they've done to simply try and win business over you. Here's the fallacy, Dennis. I don't know of a company out there that knows they're really, really, really good and they don't price themselves accordingly. Yeah. They deliberately price themselves cheap knowing they could get a whole lot more. It just doesn't happen. People charge at what they believe they can get and no more. So if you've got cheaper roles, cheaper role everybody, cheaper rivals, everybody, they simply don't believe they're as good as you. You only need to explain that concept with your own words. We covered in the, the PM fee script book, um, but also go back to the last podcast that we've done where we talk about scripts and we give that one to you. But yeah, the PM fee scripts, secrets.com pmv script secrets.com the book is free it's just coming out on the printing press today um, all you got to do is pay for shipping i've covered over 50 scripts in there responses to any fee objection you can think of plus 34 fees and fee packages agents are charging and what they charge of australia new zealand and the united states so yeah. 
Darren, it's a really good point because you, 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 you're talking about they charge according to the, their worth. And, and I'm often having conversations with businesses and they say, we're the best. We just need to now know how to prospect and how to, you know, um, get more leads. One of my first questions is, are you the most expensive in your town? And that, no, no, we're not, you know. And I said, but you're telling me you're the best, but you're only charging this much. Oh, because that's all we need to charge. And I said, okay, you're you're at the growth of let's say 100 properties. Are you aware that if you keep these fees up, and once you start to employ more stuff, there's different subscriptions. Your subscriptions get more expensive because you've got more properties under management. And that's how they work. You actually won't be able to uh, to, to your overheads have gone up as well because of yeah, stuff. everything stuff goes up. But but they'll argue, yeah, but I've got more managements. Yeah, but for example. Um, some of the subscription models charge you according to how many properties that you've got under management and it, then it increases, right? So it, it really doesn't work that way. If you feel you are the best, your fees should be matching that. Your, you should your be aura should be fees. matching yep. that. Yep. Your marketing should be matching that. Everything should match those components. And, and you know, without mentioning any names, Darren, I, I recall that you actually rang... Um, an agency in um, Wellington and you challenged them on this and you helped change their mindset because they felt that they were the best, but they certainly weren't charging. They were charging cheap. So this person said to me, Darren, you're not going to like me because I've only got six properties on board and my fees are cheap because I've got to grow fast. And that's a fallacy. And this, mm. this silly thing, this is a myth, you know, you don't grow faster with cheap fees. And I said, look, do you think that you're better than the other agents down the road. And she said, hell yeah. So why do you feel then that your fees need to be cheaper, even the same as them? She said, oh yeah, good point. Because if you believe you're better, your fees should represent that. So we made a sort of reasonable expensive. And three months yeah. I talked to that person again, and she was just growing so fast. Yeah. Um, and I think she was up 20, 25 properties. And I said, well, we, 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 we were pretty tame last time. Let's go up the next level. Yeah, okay. We took it to the most expensive agent in Wellington and her fee or so her sign up rates didn't slow down. And no. now she she believed that she was the best. She was now charging the best. So here is my point, Dennis, before we got to move on to the next one, is that the 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 quality agent with expensive fees, there's a reason why they charge the best. And there's a reason why an agent charges the cheapest. And there's a reason why everyone has charged their fees in between. Alrighty. And it's all mm. about what they believe they are worth in the market with what they deliver with their service quality. All righty. So just remember that. So, all right, then let's, let's move on to point number four. So we've covered point number one, which is points of difference and scripts. We covered that in the last podcast in part one. Part two was um, that the third part is to know, or third way is to know what your rivals are doing, their points of difference and their fees. Um, and the point number four is, have an ace up your sleeve, you know, yeah. have, have a card you can play. Talk, let, tell us about that one, Dennis. Well, I mean, Darren, sometimes people, they just want something that, you know, we often talk about Bing Lee was probably the age, the, the, the company in Australia that, that advertised pay us cash, you'll get a discount. That there was that, you know, you can negotiate, you know, um, you go to Harvey Normans these days, you go to Joyce Main these days. I mean, I bought a battery charger the other day and, you know, it was advertised at um, $99. I didn't even ask for a discount, 
right? And the guy looked at me. Maybe he looked up my um, my history. I don't know. And he and it, and it was ninety nine dollars. And he goes, "Well, look, you know, today I, I can give it to you for seventy bucks. That's a thirty percent discount without even asking." He he gave, which is high value to me, low cost to the the staff member. You know, so it, it was his ace. He knew I was going across to the rival business to have a look, but he just bang dropped thirty dollars, thirty percent. Right? He had an ace up his sleeve. Society these days, people know to negotiate on something. And sometimes it doesn't matter how much value you add, they just want something back. And, and we often talk about and train and educate on high value to the client, but low cost to you could be your ace. You know, there's pancakes and then there's pancakes. You can go buy the cheap pancake mix you just add the water and make it the high value ones or you can go to a beautiful pancake shop and spend a little bit more money for the experience but the pancake costs the same to make you know so your job you know it, it could be that you go to the pancake shop and you get a free coffee so it's low cost to the business owner but it's high value to the coffee smell mm. And the yeah, value doesn't mean it's a dollar value. It's something that, that they're, they're attracted to and they would really, really like, a highly desirable thing. But yeah. it, does, it, it doesn't have to be a high value in cost. Um, and it doesn't have to be hundreds of dollars. But then as I think also um, you mentioned to me some time ago is having an, an additional fee mm -hmm. that if you get, it's a bonus. But if you drop it, it's going to give the value that you want. And it could be just an add-on fee that really doesn't matter um, you know, it could be um, an end of financial year fee that you give free for the first year. You know, yep. when I talk about, you know, if you do ever have to give a discount, um, you know, it, just a one-off fee, because giving a one-off fee gives the same person a sense of value than if they get that fee off forever. So, you know, it could be, um, you know, 1% off the three months. Um, it could be, uh, we'll give you half price off the next routine inspection. Um, but it's a, a temporary one-off thing that gives them a sense of win. Um, or it could be a, a fee that you just weren't going to charge anyway that was just hanging on to the bottom of your fee structure as an add-on. And, and Dennis, what was that fee for you? Uh, look, I used to have um, <laughs> I used to have walkthrough tours. That's what I did. <laughs> no one was doing video anyway. So I would have a, I had $110 for video tours, you know, and, and I would um, wave that you sign up with us today uh, and it, it was I had a date frame on it if you sign up with us today um, I'll wave the, the videography for the first letter of the property yeah and you I know, think that's a good letter of the property. good point Dennis is that as a marketer myself and having done a lot of learning um, urgency and scarcity needs to be into your deal and you need to give a deal every time so by saying hey if you sign up today I will do this you've now placed scarcity and urgency into the deal which forces them into a point of decision mm. um, and uh, and and if you're always going to do a deal and this is getting into a marketer called Dan Kennedy as well so um, classic you've always got to do a deal offer you know, what's a special thing? And you could say, Mr. Smith, I've got my, my fee rate for the day. You want to know my, my special fee rate for the day if you sign up today or do you want to know my regular one? Oh, okay. Well, what's it for today? Well, it's if you sign up today, then I'll do this, this. 
And so um, having that approach there also pushes them into, you've already closed on them. Mm. You've closed on them. So to get that deal, they've just got to sign the paperwork. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're already, well, it's really a trial close, isn't it, Dennis? But you're already getting to that place where you push into a point of decision that this is my today fees as opposed to my regular fees. Which one do you want to choose? Yeah, it is. And we've actually, we do cover that in one of our other podcasts on, on the different closes um, that you, you you can do in the BDM Code yeah, podcast yeah. show. There's actually, was, yeah, there's a number of closes on there. I think there's nine different closes or something like that. Uh, I think I added a few more. Yeah, 14. That. I don't know. There's a lot there. <laughs> and and just go back into the library. It, the the yeah. BDM Coach podcast show, it's being designed that, um, and 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 it, it's a toolbox, hmm. and there's so much stuff there. It's highly useful to the people out there growing the rent rolls. Now, okay, it's called BDM. Whether you're a property manager, or your boss doing the growth, it's all for you. Anyone involved yep. in growth, this podcast is for you. So, okay, so we've covered points. Difference. Oh, no, 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 no. I haven't finished on the point because I wanted. The, so the low value. So just quickly before you talk about that, Darren. So. Um, because it was low value in me offering a, a walkthrough tour, it didn't cost the company any extra money, but the client was getting a discount of $110. I was meeting the photographer or I was taking the, the photos with a nice digital SLR if they didn't need a professional photography, and I would do the walkthrough tour, which it took five minutes. It didn't take me long to do, you know. So that was the high value to the client getting a video walkthrough and low cost of the company yeah yeah yeah. that that's that's a really good example dennis and just for everyone out there again we've covered 34 fees and fee packages you can charge what agents are getting for them over australia new zealand and the united states it's in my new book pm fee scripts secrets.com that's pm fee scripts secrets.com the book's free just pay for shipping um and there's also over 50 um script uh for just about any objection you'll ever come across so Grab the book. It's actually off the printing press today. I'm quite proud of with that. My first book to ever come out, but it certainly is the most comprehensive fee script book that's ever been written and fees as well. So get your hands on it. Let's move on, Dennis. Let's move to, we talked about point one, points of difference. Point two is scripts. Point three was you need to know your rivals. We've just covered point four about having that ace up your sleeve, something yep. that you can pull out and use. We talked about scarcity and urgency in there as well. Now, number five is, being perceived as the expert. Now, one of the things I talked about at our last boot camp was the difference, um, different um, styles or different methods of trust, how we gain trust. So I talked on the board is that if you get a referral from a client, a client refers you to someone else, they call you, they're excited, they want to use you and the trust is already maximized. And I call that established trust. We've also talked about if you've got a cold inquiry coming in and putting in the points of difference, you're fast accelerating trust with points of difference. That's called accelerated trust. Now, where you're the you're coming in as the expert and you're cultivating or growing their trust to the point that when they call you, the trust is established. I call that cultivated trust. Or we call that with content marketing as well. So it's all about being perceived as the market expert out there. And of course, the great way to do that is either through social media or it's through e-marketing. Using both is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but Dennis, let's talk about what are some of the different things that we can do um, to be the expert to our prospects out there who are watching us from a distance. Oh, look, Darren, this one's really, really easy. 
um, and it's doing what we're doing now, is doing podcasts. If you're a company and we teach agencies how to do podcasts, doing a podcast is just one example of being perceived as that market expert. Another example is actually being part of network meetings and getting out there amongst other business owners and sharing your experiences and your wins and your points of differences and your proof statements during those meetings. Not just going there asking for business, you know, it's actually getting out into the community and, and networking with people, doing educational videos, you know, talking about your statistics. When you're having a conversation with people and, and you're, you know, um, and you're backing it up and emailing them your proof statements and showing them that you've got educational videos and, and showing them that you're doing video tours, you are becoming that expert. If you're calling those private owners, we've got a podcast on how to convert private owners in the BDM podcast show. You know, if you're calling those um private owners, those self-managed landlords, and you're educating them on how they can lease their property quicker versus telling them you want to manage it, you are being perceived as the expert. If you're showing them your marketing, if you're showing them the videos that you've got on it, if you're showing them testimonials that you've got from people that have been through their pain points, you are being perceived as that market expert. Darren, prospecting for business through video, through Google, through all of the avenues is all about showing people, it's about getting better leads into your business versus relying on the third party websites to throw a potential landlord at you. If you uh, want, I, I, sorry, go on. Yeah, if you want to be perceived as the market expert, do podcasts, do educational videos, get into network meetings. Um, speak to landlords prior to them purchasing properties through investor support services, run information nights. You know, your marketing needs to back up. Your social medias need to show your clients you are the go-to experts. Show them that you've got the right culture within your team. Darren, I could keep rattling on for hours on how people should be perceived as the market expert. You know, Look at what we do as a company, Inspired Growth Training, and duplicate what we do. Educational means, videos. We have humorous means as well. I mean, our, our next training session for our IGT Success and the Grow program is how to do as how to do means right through the social medias, your online presence. There is so much to do. It's the same as a property management company. Our information nights is our conference, is our seminars. You know, they need to be doing the same thing as well. Dennis, we, we just released 10 articles to our members that they yep. can download on Word document, they can tailor, they can use, they can post them, you know, for email, email marketing, they can post them to their socials, they can put them in their newsletters, they can put them on their website to be perceived as the market expert. Just some of these topics here that people can download. So um, the first article that they can download and use is, I want three quotes, please. I mean, how many times has an owner said, I want three quotes. You know, it's a big waste of time. Well, this article is you can send it out to your clients, your prospects, so they can actually see the reason why that, that that's not a good reason. Another one is eight different ways to detect bad tenant. Another one is five property marketing blunders quality tenants hate. Another one is 12 things that good tenants want. 
Five big mistakes that keep your property vacant for longer or repairs. Who's responsible? Five compelling reasons not to manage the property yourself. Five big mistakes lazy property managers make leasing property. Six irrefutable reasons why you need landlord insurance and five massive mistakes property investors make. And those articles there, Dennis, you know that even the five things or the six things can come out into individual memes. You can make six memes out of it. You yep. can make an educational video, do a video. On, on each point, Darren. You yeah, do and an educational a video on the whole video. lot. It, yeah. It's becoming the, it's, it's all about creating information that appeals to the pain point of your audience. And your audience is your property owners, your property investors. What are the things that keeps them awake at night? As I said before, Dennis, you've got to get good at knowing what goes on in the bedrooms of your clients. And the quickly qualify is what is their pain point that keeps them awake at night? Educate them on that. And what happens when you educate them? They've got a pain, they've got a need, they've got a worry, they're anxious. You sue that pain, that need, that problem. In return, they think they build trust with you and they think you're the expert. When you're the perceived expert, they will move heaven and earth. They will drive past your competitor offices. They will ignore your competitors to want and sign up with who they think does it the best. And here is the deal, guys, is that once they believe you're the best, they also think you're not going to be cheap as well, which mm -hmm. means you've got to have quality fees. If they think you're the best, then you're likely going to be charging the best. Because if you're cheap, it's going to cause confusion. So in fact, being the expert in your market is going to create the magnet for people to come and be attracted to using you because people always want to go to the person or the people, the company that they believe is going to give them the peace of mind and the performance they need, which is they want the best rent, with the best tenant in the fastest possible time. They think you're going to do that. You're con they're convinced that you're going to be able to do that for them. You're the one that's going to get the business. They're going to be attracted to you and you don't have to worry about cheap agents, everybody, because the cheap agents are always going to be cheap. They're always going to attract a certain amount of business. You can flourish in a market. You can thrive by putting these five things into place and be the agent that focuses on service and quality and charges the quality fees despite all of your competitors being stupid with silly discounting and playing that crazy race to the bottom. Dennis, what can I say? I think we've done a good podcast. We have, Darren, and, and, and I want to bring up something that everyone should be asking when a new lead comes in because it's really important that you ask this question because it's going to help drive those five points that we've covered. Whenever a new business lead comes in, you always need to ask them where did they hear about you and why did they call your office? Because they are going to say um, the point that's going to help you actually win that listing. They may say, Dennis, Darren told me to give you a call because right? And that because could be something like, you know, um, you know, you manage his property and he used to have a higher rears and, um, and you know, you, you guys took over the management and fixed it, right? So 
when you're getting to the end of your presentation, if you haven't won them over, you know, and they're not they're they're not sold on your services, they you haven't sold them on your points of differences, and they're still asking you for a discount. You've got to go back to where the lead came from and why they called. Well, remember when Darren referred you to business because of this? This is why you need to sign with us because this is how much money we save Darren for coming on board with us. And are you going to argue that, you know, talk about that freedom and that, that Darren has got now over $3 or a cup of coffee? And, and it, it segues back to those scripts. So you really need to know why they've called you in the first place what their pain point was. I love to ask the question of what concerns do you have about renting your home? Because they're going to tell me what points and differences I'm gonna drive on, what um, scripts I'm going to use, what we do over our rivals on that point of difference and that pain point that they've got. So it really doesn't become about the fee we're charging. It turns them all around to where do I sign? That's the important thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, Darren, five amazing things that we've covered there. Over two sessions, once again, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Darren, you keep saying we need to do more recordings and we come up with one topic and we're turning it into two recordings. That's I don't know, we can start it. We're going to talk about, you know, because we wanted to promote the new fee book that's coming out and, um, but, you know, we just get on a roll and we write a few points down on a bit of paper and it turns into some very solid training. And so we really hope you enjoyed it. This is typically who we are, what we do. We're very um, deep with our training. Um, and of course, uh, with if you want to become a member, just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com, just go become a member there um, and get access to all of our training. Of course, with those landlord articles, you can get access to those as well. Don't forget to get our new fee book, the pmfeescriptsecrets.com. The book is free. Just pay for postage or shipping, sorry. And um, Dennis, we're done. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Darren. And if people want to know and get a feel of, you know, some of our coaching clients, you can join our um, IGT Inner Circle. You know, you can go to Facebook, obviously like our Inspired Grove Training um, Facebook page. Click on the community or click on groups and you'll just answer those easy questions. And, and there's a lot of um, questions being asked. Darren, you're always doing a lot of surveys and educating people on pain points and how to help overcome them. And I'm often seeing uh, at least two to three times a week where, you know, some of the BDMs that we're training are asking, is there a property manager in this area? One of my owners has got right. an investment there. And, you know, so there's a lot of leads to be had, certainly in the IGT inner circle. And everyone trusts each other that they're a quality agent as well. So there's a real camaraderie there and a positivity yep. as well. Uh, but come and join the IGT Inner Circle on Facebook. Uh, answer the three questions and Uncle Dennis will let you in. Um, right. We're very, very strict on who we, are, who we allow in. But um, well done, Dennis. Great, great uh, podcast. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah, Darren, thanks again for being part of the BDM podcast show. Take care. All right, cheers.